podcast about comics. A podcast about comics. Welcome back to a podcast about comics. This is your boy T'Challa BP74 and my man. Keitano. We are back in the Panthers lair with breaking news from DC fandom. Did you catch them trailers? I did. Okay, so we're going to talk about things we like and we're going to talk about things we hated because there were some things that I really didn't like and there were some things that I loved. You ready to get into this? I, I am, but just so you know, I'm going to be very biased. You're going to be biased? I am going to be biased tonight. All right, listeners, he's going to be biased. So put on your seatbelt, strap in, let's ride. All right, so the first thing up, we have the Snyder Cut. Uh-huh. Now, fans have been waiting for that for what, four years, three years? When did uh, Justice League come out? 2016, no right? Idea. I think it was something like that. Did we like Justice League? No, we did not. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. We um, had... I like the Wonder Woman parts of Justice League. Yes. Because she's the only character that I she really. She is currently holding down. DC? By herself. The DCEU. Yeah, as far as that goes. I mean, obviously, we know the animated stuff is just off the charts anyway. So, you know, with the. I mean, obviously, without their video games and their animation. DC probably struggles. So in the area of like live action film, whatever we're calling it, she holds that whole department down by herself. Wonder Woman is a boss. <laughs> now, I don't know if you got to see the panel. Did you see the panel? No. I, I actually watched the panel while we was on the highway, right? It, okay. it made for a great panel. And then, you know, I had to call our resident Jacksonville Wonder Woman to see if she was actually watching the panel. And the first thing she says to me is, what are you calling me for? I'm watching the Wonder Woman thing. And I was like, hey, I just want to make sure that, you know, you know what was going on. All right, talk to you later. Bye. And I got off the phone. Right. And at the end of the panel, they showed her trailer. And I get a text and I have to call her out on this. Okay. And the text says, I just bawled my eyes out, right? And I'm like, you still crying over Wonder Woman after seeing her three in three different movies? <sighs> Go ahead. Today we're talking about things we love and things we hate about DC fandom today. So speak I, free. I am trying to think back when I was ever so emotional about a trailer. Yeah, that you cried. That I teared up and cried. I'm drawing a blank. Bruh, I've never cried over a trailer. I've had a lot of excitement about trailers. Yeah. You know, like, when Star Wars, like... But you know what? She is so... I don't even know the word to use. <laughs> She's so taken by Wonder Woman that everything Wonder Woman, she cries. She gets emotional. I remember the first time we saw Wonder Woman and she spoke in Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. They dropped the teaser and you saw her say something to Bruce Wayne. Mm. And I remember, again, her first response was like, oh, my God, she spoke. She spoke. Like, she was literally having a breakdown. Over there. And I'm like, what in the world? What is wrong with you? Like, the first time I saw Black Panther in the trailer, I'm like, yo, yo. he looked good, boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got a little emotional the first time that I watched the movie. I've when I was in New York tears. and you know I saw Wakanda for the first time. I've shed plenty of tears during a movie. Because it makes you get in your feelings. Yeah, you yeah. feel that. But I've never had that from a trailer though. Yeah, nah. Nah. And, that's what and again though, here's the thing. Yeah. You've seen her in three movies. Yeah. 
and you crying over her trailer in the fourth movie. And I don't mean to make her sound like a punk, but no. I don't even know what we what we label this. I don't know what we call this. Uh, die hard fanatic having a moment. Is that well, what we can call it? I mean, we've had moments where it's been questionable about the fandom part. Yeah. But okay, I'm just saying. I mean, it, it, hey, I'm gonna pull a. Uh, what what is the number president we have now? Forty five. It is what it is. What <laughs> 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 it's it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, I I I was excited about that, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into that trailer a little bit. Um, but the the Justice League, f- f- what one of the things that I was feeling about it was the black suit. And I understand when Josh Whedon came in and took over after Snyder stepped away because of the death of his daughter. Yeah. Um, Whedon decided to go a totally different way. Now, don't get me wrong. There were still elements of Justice League that was okay. Personally, I felt that it could have been better. What I saw in the trailer made me feel a little better about what I'm going to see versus what we saw already. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be great. I'm not saying it's going to be amazing. But compared to what I saw, it looks better. Even down to the very CGI of Stephen Wolf. Like, I saw that and I'm like, ooh, he looks good. He looks menacing. You no, know, I was... Well, first of all, when you don't have a lot of expectations, it's not that hard to... Yeah. To wow you. Yeah. But I will say that the CGI in this looks really good. I think even the color tones. Yeah. Because Josh Whedon had a different contrast, a different uh, uh, tone to the movie as far as colors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in this one, it, they pop more. All like when Victor's on the field, you know, and I'm, I'm seeing him doing his thing on the football field. And I'm like, Victor Stone. I personally like Cyborg. As a character, right? Right. And when I saw the trailer, I literally had a moment that I was like, victory, victory. (laughs) You know, as a nerd, like, I couldn't help but went there. Because I'm like, why didn't I get that before? Why you made me seem like Wonder Woman went and, like, strapped him up and made him become part of Justice League, you know, pulled him into the Justice League, screaming, or whatever, whatever. I want to see the way they take this movie. And I, or this show, apparently, because it's four uh, right. one-hour episodes. So, when it's not going to the silver screen, I feel that there's a lot of opportunity for creativity mm-hmm. and you know character development. Yeah, like all those different things. So you know, so back to Justice League, I, I really want to see the way they take it, the, the way they take the story arc, and we're gonna see Dark Side. Yeah, yeah. You know, I felt like. They should have definitely hinted to him, spoke about it more, give us a flashback, and I think we're gonna get that finally. You know, we've seen concept arts of what he looks like. Yeah. We don't know who's gonna be playing him, but again, I want to see what they do. Fans was the one who actually made this comeback because fans wanted the Snyder cut that bad. Yeah, that there were petitions signed. They were like, the fans was really loud, and the fans determined the outcome of this. And I'm, gl- I'm 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 excited to see what they do. I hear you. You I know. You. Um, next thing that dropped was Black Adam. Now you you got a little brief 
Talk to me about that. All right. So I know that some people are probably going to feel that having the rock is black Adam is probably not the, the greatest of choices. Okay. I am actually a fan of the rock. I've okay. been since the nineties, you know, and when I say a fan, I mean like, I like him as a human being, you know, and he's never been in any trouble and he's extremely marketable. Okay. And you need someone that's marketable right you now. You do, but you also need someone that can draw a, a huge box office. And I think with what's happening right now, I think Rock is one to bring that kind yeah. of box office draw. And he's not going to bring you a bad performance. He's not. But I think a character like Black Adam should have been casted by an unknown actor. Because you have actors out there that... Yeah. No, no, you, you, that's that fair. that should get a shot. Well, it's fair, but I mean, I would also offer up that it's probably easier to count who has not been in a Marvel film. True. Than who has been. But when, again, when Sarah Finn, she sets a role for you, she does her research. Yeah. Okay, and there are still hundreds of actors and actresses out there that Marvel can still fill. And we're not saying that that uh, DC is wrong for putting The Rock in, but you're, you feel that having an unknown, that they're missing the opportunity. Yes. But I will tell you, because DC is forever playing catch-up, they're going to put somebody like The Rock in there because they need a win. Yeah, they do. What have they won other than one? We're not talking about Christopher Nolan and his three Batmans. Well, other mean, than Wonder Woman, what have they got to win on? If if we're talking about financially, I guess Aquaman was a financial okay. success. Okay, it was a financial success. I didn't like the movie. But what has been the backlash on Aquaman? That it sucked. <laughs> that has been the majority of what everybody's been saying. Yeah. Now, Jason Momoa draws a crowd like The Rock. Yeah. Um, I've watched the movies at least four or five times. I've watched the Aquaman movie beginning to end. Do I think it could have been better? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do I think there is room for improvement? Yes. That I feel like it delivered what Aquaman was going to give me? I think if they didn't have Jason Momoa, it wouldn't have been that good that okay of a movie i think it would have been horrible so this is where my bias starts to come in okay give me the bias um, i am a super fan of the nolan batman films uh-huh well we well, got to understand too that nolan have spoiled it for all of us that are fans so i'm now at a point where it's like i just don't expect very much so that way I'm not disappointed. And okay. sometimes I'm thoroughly entertained. Okay. Like that crap of a Harley Quinn movie? See, I had a good time with that film. And that I, movie I stand is... By, I said it. I stand by what I said. Look. And I enjoyed that film. I think Margot Robbie's an amazing actress. I think she's beautiful. She's talented. But that movie sucked really bad. I had a good time. <laughs> okay um, We talked about Wonder Woman And what Wonder Woman Has been doing For the DC What yeah. other movies Can we say Have done that 
Because even if you go with story, Wonder Woman was an amazing movie. This is why I'm saying. But Wonder Woman didn't make nearly the kind of money that Aquaman made. Here's... I was I will say that the Batman versus Superman was not a horrible film. Okay. I could sit there. I've watched it multiple times and I've gotten all the way through it. But it's not even close to those Nolan films. It's not even close. And on top of that, the fact that I Am Legend had like for quote unquote foretold this movie was happening, it built up this this like current of expectation of having a phenomenal film when you put Batman and Superman on the screen. We didn't get that. We did. It wasn't a bad film, but it wasn't as It wasn't good as, either. Yeah, I mean, come on. Let, let I mean, it is what it is. And I like Ben Affleck. I don't like him for this. Okay. See, I feel differently. Here's why. I think there's been times where I have either liked Bruce Wayne, or I had like Batman. Mm-hmm. I felt like when Christopher Nolan did his films, that was Batman. Yes. Um, I didn't really care for that Bruce Wayne. I can I understand that. This Bruce Wayne, I've liked this Bruce Wayne. I have liked this Batman. I like. I like him in films like Mike, Michael Keaton loved his Bruce Wayne, hated his Batman. Um, and in other words, I'm saying I have always... I, well, see, Michael Keaton's got a special place in my heart. Remember, this is the biased version of me. Okay. Because we were so scared that Batman film was going to be um, like the show. Yeah. That when we got what we got... I love the film. I love the film so much that I read the book. Okay. There's a whole scene in there with a, a horse chase yeah. through the city that wasn't put up on screen. But yeah. it would have been phenomenal if it was. Mm-hmm. So, it's not as good as the Nolan films. Okay. But I'm not... First of all, you had Jack Nicholson. You had Michael Keaton. You have Prince did the music for it. Mm-hmm. There's so many like amazing things about that film yeah. that, to me, is highly underrated. Mixed feelings. <laughs> you know I make a good case. You make an amazing case. And listen, for what that movie was during yeah. that time, yeah. it was amazing. Because yeah. we didn't... What we had before that, Adam West? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when... Those set of films came along. It was like it blew us away. Yeah. And then, of course, the second one dropped. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Danny DeVito. You had these powerhouse was hitters. A bad film, it was not. But it wasn't as good as the first film. I disagree. Really? Really. Stop. Selena Kyle delivered. Say whatever you want to say. Okay? <laughs> say what I, dropping the mic, literally, gang. Listen, man. <laughs> listen. I'm going to pull a page out of the book, delete that footage. Uh, <laughs> but say whatever you want to say. Michelle Pfeiffer delivered her Selena Kyle performance. And are you trying to say that Kim Basinger did not give us Vicky Vale? Or you're just saying this? Vicky Vale was a weak character. She delivered a weak performance. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer embodied Selena Kyle. She gave me Selena Kyle. She made me believe right, so, she was Selena Kyle. But we also know that, especially back in those days, 
very few were in the same category of okay. acting as me. Holly Berry did not do it for me. Holly Berry doesn't do much for anything. I'm just John Wick, <laughs> she nails it. She's awesome. She we we talking about Selena Kyle. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Penguin. Danny DeVito made me yeah. believe he was yes. the penguin. I, it was the story for me. The story didn't really. Really? It was all that great for me. Yeah. Okay, I got the end with the whole kidnapping of the kids and stuff like that, but that kind of stuff happens in Gotham. But the performances were, and this is what you're referring to as the performances are. You love the movie more than the first one. Mm-hmm. However, it's probably because of the performances that they put, because the story was not as good as the one previously. Mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. I'm waiting for you to say, agree to disagree. Okay, I don't know if we're going to say that. You know how I feel about people who say, let's agree to disagree. It's a cop out. But we're not going to call none of them by names today. You know, it is what it is. So, yeah. So, if I'm going to talk about the Snyder Cut, anything that I disliked about the Snyder Cut, um... I don't know if I would say there's too much that I dislike about it. Yeah. Um, other than why is this only going to be HBO? A HBO Max thing. Mm-hmm. And I granted, I get it. It's a money thing. You well, see what I'm saying? It's called they have to reinvent themselves. Everyone has to reinvent themselves with this pandemic. Yeah. And so you're, that's what you're going to see is HBO putting things on their screen, on their platform that normally would go to the big screen but also uh we as the fans we win because we then instead of something being told in three hours we get something told in probably four or four and a half hours um because they have more time to play more time Yeah. yeah no i get it i get it you know but i mean we're gonna see again dc have not made me a believer yet other than wonder woman you know, it's something you could build on, though. Yeah, I get it. I get it's it. There. It's there to build on. You just I get gotta... it. <laughs> I mean, we're going to see what happens. You know, DC have also made me feel hype about something, and then, you know, they gave me BVS. You know, there was a time where, when, as a young kid in college, that basketball, like, if you, it was a great time to be a Knicks fan. Okay. To be a Knicks fan? To be a Knicks fan, Yeah. We had so much hope. <laughs> I, I'm looking at you with that look like, really? So much, was but, it great to be a Knicks fan? here's the thing. I mean, you have people like John Starrs and Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley. And these people are respected to this very day. Yeah. Right? Because they brought something to the game. But they also took their craft seriously. Yeah, they did. And then something happened along the way. And we have we have now. And so it's like you have no expectations for your team. So when you get a win, it's like, hey, we got a W today. Hey, I, well, like DC. hey I don't know, man. I've never been a Knicks fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm part of the Laker Nation till I die. I okay. Know. I so, know. hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't think that's a fair comparison. It's not a fair comparison. Well, I'm just saying that my expectations for the Knicks are about the same as my expectations for, for a DC movie. Yeah. No, I got you. They let down. I get it. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. However, just in the as in the case with the Knicks, I think that DC has the same issue, which is a management issue. Because, okay. Because if you look at Marvel, they've literally 
laid out a blueprint for how to have yes. a successful run. Yes. There's no one else trying to do what Marvel does. DC has the resources. They do. Warner Brothers. And, they and do. And there <clears throat> there's talent out there from a writing department. Yep. There's talent out there from an acting department. There's talent that's out there that hasn't been touched by Marvel. Okay. <laughs> or, or Disney. I'm, I'm going to tell you something that I said to our trusty cameraman earlier today. Mm-hmm. Or, or a camera person over there earlier today, right? I said, here's the problem with DC. They make stellar animated movies. Mm-hmm. Out of maybe 30 movies i don't know if it's been that much but i'm gonna just throw out a number Mm. i dislike maybe four okay every single one of them amazing stories amazing um the animation amazing the voice actors have stayed with that character to the point where if you hear and not watching it you know oh that's shamar moore he's that's cyborg talking Mm. you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Wonder Woman. That's Rosaria Dawson. That's Wonder Woman talking. Mm -hmm. You don't have to see what's going on, but you know you hear the voice and you know that's who they are. Yeah. And again, this goes based on Andrea Romano. She is the Sarah Finn of the DC animated universe. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because she's been the one that's been casting these actors and she keep these actors or all these voice actors with that character for so long that you grow with them. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, why can't the people that are making these decisions for the animated world be the people that are making these intelligent, smart, strategic uh, plans for the DCEU? Because you have something that works. Right. And this is where they've been getting lost or, or Marvel have been leading the gap or extending the gap because Kevin Feige have a plan. And he puts people in place who can make it happen. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a hundred year plan for Marvel. I wouldn't doubt it. Bro, they already have phase 10 mapped out. Yeah. And then they acquired Fox. They acquired Fox. Fox who had Daredevil. They had X-Men. They had uh, Blade. They had Fantastic Four, all these other properties that now Marvel has a chance to say, welcome home. Yeah. Join the gang. Let's do what we're about to do. And this is why phase four, five, and six. Whoo. This is not a Marvel show, so I can't even go into it like I really (laughs) want to. But I'm just saying. That's my fault. I'll take the blame for that one. Put people in a position where they need to be to make the strategic decisions it's and the affected decisions. To win. That's all you got to do is put them in position. That's it. And they have been failing miserably because of that. Absolutely. All right. So we talked about Black Adam. We talked about the Justice League Snyder Cut. Let's talk about something that I really was disappointed in. Suicide Squad. You saw the trailer. Ooh. Tell me what you thought about that. And then I'm going to go well, in and tell you what I thought. There's only one cool thing about Suicide Squad uh-huh. that I saw. Uh-huh was the fact that there were so many people. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of them that could get killed. There's a lot of them that will. Yeah. The whole the whole moral of it is the suicide squad. Right. So people going to die. Somebody going to die somewhere along the line. I was a little... I was like, that's a character? And that's a character? Like, Polka Dot Man is a real thing? <laughs> but a weak character. 
listen from what i saw these was the only strong characters who had some kind of presence in the comic books yeah. and in the animated ones okay you had of course you have rick flag you have Amon amanda waller you can't have suicide squad without those two correct okay right. then you have margot robbie coming back as harley quinn Correct. Which that's weird because when did this show take place? Because she just did her movie thing where and she was running back around suicide, being out. Back being the now she again. back in. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, what are you doing, man? Right. She's she's a part of the Suicide Squad. She gets out, but for some reason she survives the suicide that could have happened. And then she made it back into the Suicide Squad again. So I don't understand where they're going with it, but I'm going to see. Maybe they'll talk about it a little bit. It is rather confusing. But then you have another character like Bloodsport. Okay. Um, Idris Elba is playing him. You have, um, what's his name? Peacemaker. John Cena is playing Peacemaker. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Peacemaker is really like a C or D character. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, what are you doing? Why you do it? Other than those two and King Shark. Like, the rest of these guys is so watered down. They all characters. Why don't you bring Deadshot back? Why not? Why not? And you can't tell me, well, you didn't have the backing or the financial backing because... You could have cut out five characters. You could have. You could have given me a legitimate squad. How many people do they have in there? I think one, two, What's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Like 12 to 13 members. You mean to tell me that you couldn't knock away three of those and put Will Smith back in there as Deadshot? And he was an amazing Amazing. Deadshot. Him and Harley kept the, the movie going. That's it. That's it. But no, instead you're giving me all these weak characters. The thinker? Really? What you gonna do? Think me to death? <laughs> Is that what you're gonna do? Hey. I am waiting for the next season of Harley Quinn. They, they wasted a good actor on uh, Nathan Fillion playing TDK. Like, really? That's what you're going to do with him? He'd been voicing Green Lantern for so many years. Why you couldn't give me him in the Justice League as Green Lantern? But instead, you're going to waste him on TDK in that very same universe. What are you doing, DC? Why? not having green lantern in the because they yet. stupid <laughs> and maybe somehow we're gonna see green lantern i don't know because leaks have showed that green lantern logo is there and martian manhunter's low martian manhunter's logo is in the okay. this the snyder I mean, I'm cut just thinking that when you have apocalypse coming you oh, no, need listen you uh dark side uh, yeah you need the big seven you need they're all hands, all on, hands deck. on deck. And here's my thing. Why you went with an Aquaman? Now, granted, yeah, he was part of the Justice League, the, or the original Justice League. Mm. But Cyborg 1 is a better character. Mm. But where's Martian Manhunter? Where's Green Lantern? They, they are I mean, core members of the league. Jumping there. You don't have Shaira Hall there. Mm. So if you don't have her there, again... Why don't you have Martian Manhunter there? Why don't you have Green Lantern there? And you don't I'd have to go with a John Stewart. I'd be willing to watch a Wonder Twins movie. <laughs> I, w I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. 
No. I wouldn't know because uh, Smallville did a bad thing to me when they did the Wonder Twins thing, and it it stayed with me, and it just yeah no I wouldn't. You know, no. I noticed that you have like a lot of like things from your past that you still hold on to. I do, <laughs> but here's the thing: I never throw them away in case I need to go back and do source material <laughs> research. You know what That's I mean? What you That's okay. what I'm gonna go with. That's what I'm gonna go with. You know, but again, weak characters, savant, black god. You know what I'm saying? Weasel. I think Sean Gunn is playing the weasel. And the CGI looks okay. You know, but I'm like... Eh. So, I felt that some of the costumes were extremely cheesy looking. Captain Blood. Like, what are you doing? Why are you giving me these weak characters, man? I don't know a third of those characters. Maybe even more. But um, I will say two-thirds of those characters. I don't know. But the thing is, <clears throat> even the approach... For the way they did the the trailer, even though it was a teaser, and I'm not, I really don't like teasers, but even that was just done in like a a cheesy kind of way, and maybe that's what they were going for. I don't know. Well, here's the thing: James Gunn directed this one, okay, and I think they are looking for a hail mary because James Gunn took a movie with unknown characters or a majority of unknown characters. Guardians of the Galaxy and turned it into a hit. And I think they're trying to do that with Justice League. But again, I think they got too many characters, too many it's weak a lot of characters. Like characters that don't even make any sense right. is in there. And they, I, get, I don't know, man. Again, I don't know. I hope it's not a desperate cash grab kind of thing because if that's the case, then we're definitely not going to get anything worth getting. We're going to see. We're going to see what happens. All right, so let's move on. Um, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty-four. Whoop whoop. All pluses. Um. Well, from a trailer perspective, it was. It, I didn't see a whole lot that was that different than than um, than the previous trailer. Previous one, but I will say this: whatever that YouTube video was that you suggested for me to watch for. That this person, I mean, the way this person talked, like I didn't even need to go watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like he like like lined everything up, and and a lot of the things that he was saying, like I felt like I already like got that maybe from you or something in the previous one, and so it's it's almost like he knew what this script as okay. was going to be. Let me break it down for you for a second. Yeah. I think this movie is going to be all that it's cut out to be and more. Patty Jenkins have not disappointed me. I don't know. I, I don't know if, if, if I'm and saying also, that with enough conviction. Right now, this is the franchise. Yeah. You can't F up on this movie. You can't. This is the franchise. Um, first of all, love the villain, Max Lords. Okay. Love that they're doing the whole uh, dreamscape thing with the whole moonstone or whatever you know that they're using to go from they did in the books you're gonna see the golden armor and she's gonna be using that golden armor in order to fly and protect parts of her body going up against somebody like cheetah mm -hmm. um you saw the transformation of uh barbara minerva mm -hmm. you know um where she's and you hear her talking in, in the back I and she's an i want to be an apex predator but you see the transformation when when they fight in the white house mm -hmm. You know, and she's whooping Wonder Woman like a rag doll. Yeah. Man, I was making all kinds of signs. Ooh, 
you know, um, but I think they're going to go to the route that she loses her powers based on her desire. Because that's what the power does. And it says, hey, I'll give you what you desire, but you have to sacrifice something. Yeah. And I believe she's going to, her deepest desire is for Steve to be back. Yeah. And I think at that point, she's going to give up her powers to get Steve back. Right. Well, that's what the guy said. It all made perfect yeah. sense to me. And in, in the process of doing that, now the stone will pass on Minerva because Minerva will be like, hey, I want those powers. And it passed powers on to her. Apex Predator. But then she makes the ultimate wish. And she wished to be full on Apex. And she sacrifices her humanity. And that's how she becomes the actual comic book cheater that we've seen and known and loved for all these you know, years that we've seen uh, being Wonder Woman's nemesis. I just want to see how much she going to give it to Wonder Woman, though. I'm sure you know Wonder Woman gonna do her Wonder Woman thing. What do you I, think about her lassoing the lightning? I think I, I, I think it was dope. I I think that's the that's something straight out of the comics, or only a demigod would be able to do something like that. But did you see the invisible jet? I saw. I didn't see it, but I saw her oh reach for it. With the, when she lassoed it. When she lassoed, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there's two scenes in there where I actually see the Invisible Jet. When she's running down the street, she lassoed. You see she lassoed something up. You don't mm -hmm. see anything, mm -hmm. but it takes her and it goes. Mm -hmm. Then there's a scene where she lassoed something and you see the afterburners of the Invisible Jet. I didn't see that. It's before the one where she flips up in the sky and she comes back around. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, you actually see that there's something yeah. there and that something is the invisible jet. Again, you can't, you cannot screw around with this film. Yeah. Because this is the franchise. Because yeah. you have no other film to fall back on right now. <laughs> true, so, true, true. So they're going to take it like they are. Patty Jenkins knows what she's doing, though. She said she already wanted to do a third. And I don't know what, what avenue she will take for a third movie but i definitely think this movie is going to deliver on many levels when is the release date um i think they push it back to november october uh i think i had saved this date hold on let me check let me check let are me you check. going to the theater to see this film? no <laughs> i'm not going to the theater to see anything man. covid is still a real thing out here um, I think it was sometime in September or October. I think it was some like early October or something. Yeah. They're supposed to be releasing a movie. I'm not. I love Wonder Woman. I'll wait until it gets on, DVD. you know, DVD or some kind of. It's a shame of... though, because I really would see a film like that in the theater if it wasn't for. If it wasn't COVID. for COVID, yeah. You know, COVID have changed our lives. Yeah. You nice. know. This is why I wouldn't allow people to just want to jump, come into Wakanda because, you know, we're trying to keep, we have still to this day, zero cases of COVID in Wakanda. <laughs> Let the record show. Not Let reported. the record show. Yeah. Um, but you control the information going in and out, so. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. You know. Um, love the flashback scene of her as a little girl running, training with the Amazonians. On uh, Amazon's in the arena and stuff like that, and yeah. I don't know how many flashbacks we're gonna see, but I think you're gonna see one or two. Yeah. You know. Um. But again, I want to see what they where they go with it, and I think it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I was very happy about that. 
All right. Um, last trailer. Uh, Arkham Knights. Thoughts. I've always loved the Batman film, okay. the Batman games. Okay. First of all, I mean, the gameplay is is to the point where I don't even want to be challenged in the game. I just want to experience the story that mm-hmm. is coming with these with these Batman films, these Arkham films, okay. or games. And this one here, I was disappointed to find out that that wasn't Damien playing Robin. Okay. But I mean, I've played one where you got to like use Nightwing. Yeah. And it's just it's so intuitive. It's going to bring that same level of intuitiveness. Here's the thing. When when I originally saw it, the first thing that made me realize it wasn't Damien was his weapon of choice, which was the club. Was yeah. It, was it like a club or something? Yeah. Um or you have yeah. Dick grab his batons. Mm-hmm. Jason grab his guns. Um, now bat- that is Jason that was supposed that's to be Red Hood. killed, but didn't. That's Red Hood that's with the Red guns. Hood. Yeah, yeah, that's Red Hood. He does change at the end. So what you have here is the first three Robins and Batgirl. Yeah, you got Dick as Nightwing, you got Tim as Robin, mm-hmm. and you have Jason Todd as Red Hood, and then you have and he's using guns and he's using guns. Because, hey, Jason don't mind popping you a couple. Pat, 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 pat. Jason has taken lives. He has. So. He has. But the thing is. He have not taken lives where he should have spared though. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing about Jason. First of all, you're talking about somebody who died and came back. Yeah. Okay. Um, But Jason knows that Batman wouldn't kill. And Jason have seen what happens when when these villains of Gotham go into Arkham and then for some reason escape or get back out and then what they do. Mm. Jason was a victim of the Joker. Right. He died at the hand of the Joker. Right. And he's like, yo, I still don't understand why you can't kill this dude if you know what he's doing. So when you see Jason busting some caps, yo, yeah. like that is justification. Well, one of the um, Arkham Knight games has the story of like you experience Jason. You're, he doesn't realize that that's who he's, yeah, who he's, uh, who is his enemy is, yeah. And the storyline, and this is what I like about these games, is that there's this whole huge storyline, story yeah. And you actually get to experience the story as opposed to just watching. How much you want to bet this is Batman? Any Batman video game highest grossing game? Oh, with a, it should like go light years ahead because just for the fact that you there is no Batman. Yeah, yeah. So apparently he's dead. The, the video starts with him being dead, right? And they have to now take up the mantle to protect Gotham. Right. And they answer the call. They answer the call. Because that's what Bruce would want them to do. Right. And they know, hey, I have to do right by Bruce by doing this. Right. Now, I am disappointed that Damien isn't in there. Yeah. Because, you know, we have a few minutes to talk Batman. My favorite character. character, As far as you, who's your favorite Batman character in the Batman mythos? Like the actor or No, 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 no. The character. Straight character. It could be villain. It could be hero. Um, are you are you saying who's my favorite? I'm still 
all day Batman though. That's who I am though. Yeah, I, I, I love, I love. Listen, man, else. I love Batman. Yeah. Two characters you cannot get me to not love. Yeah, Batman and T'Challa, hands down. It is what it is. Right. But in the Batman mythos, my favorite character that I like to see is Damien. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Damien is Batman. Mm-hmm. He's just Batman trapped in a kid's body. Mm-hmm. If you literally sit down and listen to Damien, Damien says everything that Batman says. Damien does everything that Batman does. Damien comes off like a douchebag yeah. because he's a kid. Right. But if you look at the life that he lived as a kid, he never got a chance to be a kid. He never had the chance to be right. a kid. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, there is a character that I do like. And um, it's Mr. Freeze. And the reason really? why yeah, and I'll tell you why. It's 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 all back to my life, basically. Okay. And so I had to travel and be away from my family a lot. Okay. And so there was a time so I was like, you know what, maybe I should just get a comic book. And so I get this comic book and it's a Batman detective and he has this conversation with Mr. Freeze. And this is like one of the most intellectual conversations that they have. You know? Okay. And he says, <clears throat> do you know why that the crime rate goes down in the wintertime? And he's like, the reason why is because in the summertime, people are hot and they get agitated very easily. And so the crime rate goes up because people are just sort of like they're heated. He said, but in the wintertime, they're trying to keep warm. So they're inside. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I read it, I was like, that makes a lot of freaking sense. It does. You know? But you know that, you know that Mr. Freeze, Victor Freeze right. is a doctor. Right. Yeah. Right. So that conversation alone, I thought was was really was really cool and it was really relevant at the time that I read it. So that's the one. Mm. Cuz so, it just it's like a villain. So so that's your favorite character. No, it's not my favorite character, but he's a character that I do admire in the whole Batman in the mythos. whole mythos. Yeah. Well, I mean there's a lot of characters. You know, um I you know, I had a a very stimulating conversation with me you know my baby girl this weekend because she was home from school mm-hmm. and we was talking about the movie hush mm-hmm. and i'm like you know as of late that's one of my favorite dc animated movies mm-hmm. now i have tons under the red hood public enemies apocalypse mm-hmm. you name it yeah. you know war uh uh what is that son of atlantis or whatever the atlantis one it was um all these Justice League versus Teen Titans, all these different movies. Amazing, okay? Something about Hush, man. When you watch the dynamic, first of all, animation is amazing. But the story between him and Selena Kyle. Mm. And, you know, for those of you who haven't seen Hush, spoiler warning coming. If you haven't seen Hush, turn it off real quick (laughs) and go watch it and then come back and listen. If you haven't Um, seen Hush, it's... I mean, it, it's, it's something wrong. It's with some, yeah, I mean, well, not really, because, you know, you have some people that that might have passed them by and they didn't even know that it was out there. I but 
I mean, what what are we two years in after the movie and the comic? I think we're like what four years in after the yeah. comic or something like that. Yeah. Amazing read, amazing yeah, watch. Good read. It's very good read. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But you get to see the big reveal between him and Selena, finding out who they are, who they are, right. and then they're like, "We gotta play catch up because we've been feeling this way about each other, right. not knowing that our alter egos also felt away for our alter egos." It's an amazing story to the point where. And who's the adult in all of that? Damien. Damien, <laughs> Damien is the adult Damien in all of that. He calls his dad and he's like, "Hey, you know your choice in women have not been the best, even my mother." Now, you made him make sure that you have some protection, blah, blah, blah. He literally was the parent <laughs> to the point where his dad is now like, Damien, I'm not doing this with you right now. And it hangs up on him because <laughs> that's what if we were dealing with our parents, that's what we would say to our parents. I don't want to talk to you right now, I talk to you, yeah. you know, but Damien was the grown up in that yeah. situation. Yeah. And again, he's Bruce. He's just trapped in a kid's body. Yeah. Awesome character, man. The man walked into the Teen Titans. He pegged and tagged every one of them. Yeah. Spied on them without them even realizing because that's what Batman does. Batman had a contingency plan to take down every member of the Justice League. And when Superman said to him, are you that arrogant that you didn't have a contingency plan for yourself? He was like, yes, I did. (laughs) Y'all. He's like, y'all was the contingency plan to take me down if I ever went rogue. Right. He gives it to you straight. And when you look at Damien, you're like, oh, I cannot remember the writer who actually wrote Damien, who actually first gave us Damien. But when he decided to give us Damien in the books, he said, I'm going to give you all Batman in a kid. Yeah. And that's what at, we got. at Bruce's age, he looked like Damien. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The only thing is, is now Damien is that young, but he acts like his father. When he was three years old, he asked his mom if he could see his dad. His mom was training him. She said, when you beat me for your birthday, I'll take you to see your dad. Mm. He never could beat his mom. He trained with his mom. He trained with all the masters of the League of Assassins. And it took him a while. Almost a decade later, I think he was somewhere between 10 to 12, he fights his mom. And defeats her in the fight. And he holds a sword to her head. And he's like, I defeated you. When am I going to see my dad? And then she's like, okay, I'll take you to see your dad for your birthday. And she takes him. And the first thing he says to Batman, he put his sword up to his face and he says, Father, I pictured you taller. <laughs> like, I hear all these things about you. I just assume you was going to be this presence so that's so much taller than me. The most gangsterous thing ever came out of the mouth of babes yeah. came out of Damian Wayne's mouth at that age when he hey, met him. He's awesome. He's an awesome character. And they actually, they actually recreated that and executed that on Son of Batman. Mm. That's another movie, another movie that I love to death. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Again, DC knows what they're doing with animated movies, hey, but for some way, somehow, they're messing up. The animation department has it. Has it together. Has it together. And if it wasn't for them and the books that they write now, DC would be done. Because DC comic books are out selling Marvel Comics right now. Wow. Yeah. And they've been out selling Marvel for the last couple years. Wow. So you got to ask, what is is happening over there that they're doing right and we're not doing? 
Marvel could learn. They could. And we I don't know. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. Yeah. We're gonna see what happens. But again. So that's my favorite character in you know, in the Bathman missiles. Yeah, no, I'm Batman you know. is my favorite. As as far well, as far as hero. Villain, I have a few villains of Batman that I like a lot. Damien's grandfather, Ray Shalgu. It is yeah. what it is. I am in love with one of his daughters, though, and not Tyler. <laughs> Katrina all Law. All day long. Katrina right? Law, man. Nissa Algu. You know that's my, that's my girl. All day. <laughs> all day. All day. She gave me a happy birthday shout out. Her and Wonder Woman gave me a happy birthday shout out. I am slightly jealous. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous at all. You could go over to my Facebook page. It's like, hey, Vern, hanging out, having a good time, drinking, hanging out without you, missing you, without you, on your birthday, without you. It's, it's, it's like the funniest video ever, but it's the most amazing thing. You know, Katrina Law told me happy birthday. I love her. Mm, mm, mm. Now, if she was Talia, then yeah, I think she looks better than Talia on the show. Yeah. On Arrow. Yeah, she looked better. But Talia, Talia is one of the top 10 most beautiful women in, in the DC universe. Talia is gorgeous. Some some people that say, you know, Talia is in the top three. I don't know. It all depends well, on, you know, what you like. If we're talking about, like, TV and all the, just as a whole, I actually have a really nerdy kind of crush on who plays Felicity. The actress. Yes. Okay. And really? They, they've they've improved like her look over the years. Cause the first time you meet her, she's this nerd, she's and then every deep, every season yeah. she gets more and more beautiful. And, and then she's next, you know, she's in heels. And, yes, yeah. and you know, fitted dresses, yeah. and you like, ooh, <laughs> Felicity. <laughs> like you call out her name, and you literally like pronounce every syllable yeah, in her yeah. name with feeling. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I yeah get that's. I think out of all of them, you know, like that's my sleeper one. Mm. Nah. For me, well, all day is Katrina Law. But, okay, fine. Who do you get when you're giving it to animation? Because there have been some of them in animated shows and movies that are very gorgeous. Oh, in animation? Um, probably Poison Ivy. Yeah, nah. Nah, man. Like good looking? Yes. Yeah. You, know, like, you know, I'm biased. I like green. Sorry. <laughs> no, I feel you. You know who shocked me? Shaira. Who? Hawk Girl. Oh. When she took off her bird mask and you saw how beautiful she was. Mm. Stop traffic, car crashes, stuff like that. Beautiful. To the point where I'm like, okay, she could give Wonder Woman a run for her money. You know, Wonder Woman is this iconic uh, heroine that's just long dark hair, beautiful Amazonian legs for days, mm-hmm. you know, not overly muscular, but proportioned, extremely right, drop dead gorgeous cheekbones, everything. Mm-hmm. They've always drawn her like that. Yeah. Okay. Shai would give her a run for her money though, but she kind of crazy because she's a redhead. In Marvel. Okay. Not Storm. That's not fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my boo bear, though. Not Storm. Okay. In the comics. In the comics. Yes. Okay. Who's who? Who raises? Like who? Don't let me catch this character. Uh, there's a Not lot. Storm. There's a lot, though. Mm-hmm. There is some attractive ones, because Jessica Drew is pretty attractive as well. Okay. Spider Woman. 
Okay. By the way, you know, Sony just released something. Um, they're going to be dropping a Spider-Woman and Craven the Hunter thing. It came out this week. Um, I think she's up there. Uh, Jennifer Walters is up there. She's just green, though. Um, Nebula is up there. She's also green. Oh, you got Nebula up there. Yeah, not the Nebula in the movies, right. man. Nebula right. in the comics was something yeah. serious. Hey, um, She-Hulk has always... Yeah, she dropped that gorgeous woman. I mean, tall. Yeah, Sue Storm is is up there. Um, uh, Scarlet Witch is up there. Yeah, all of these. But they, then again, you know, they you put they. Natasha up in there. Yeah, but by default, <laughs> by default, I put all of those other ones before Natasha. Really? Yeah, I really do. But by default, Natasha's a redhead. She's a black woman. She's supposed to be sexy by default. Right. So by default, all of them go before her. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? But no, Storm, all day long, ain't nothing like an African goddess with white hair and blue eyes. My boo, <laughs> back up off of it. I'm just saying. It is what it is at the end of the day, man. Uh, but that, that, that would be a whole show for us to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because there's just too many women in the Marvel Universe yeah. and in the DC Universe that's yeah. just so beautiful. You know, um, and I think that's a big thing when you cast in some of these actresses for these movie roles. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've heard the girl who is on the Teen Titans show, um, the African-American girl, the black girl. What's her name? On the Teen Titans? On, on not Teen Titans, but Titans, the show. Oh, I don't remember her, her real name, but she was a Starfire chick, right? Starfire chick, yeah. 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 Um, I know she had gotten a lot of heat because they made Starfire a black girl. And I didn't like her appearance in season one. Mm -hmm. you know. Um, but when season two rolled around, she had started looking more yeah. and more beautiful and stuff like that. And she had let her she's natural look. She's a gorgeous look. actress. She's I mean, gorgeous. She's, she's so very beautiful. beautiful. I would have liked to see her probably pull off a storm. Because she's... Physically beautiful yeah. in the face. Well, we said that she was. She was yeah. Um, I mean, I think that she could do it. I also think the um, the one from Dear White People and, and who plays and yeah. also in Chirac. I yeah. think that she would do a good job. Yeah, she would do an amazing job. We talked about her for a few times. Um, I think Tika Sumter is also yeah. an amazing um, one. But again, not until Marvel make. I haven't heard any leaks. Um, you know, there was a Janelle Monet rumor. Right. But hey, that, until Marvel say hey, until Marvel ain't even hit me up and say who would you like to see? First of all, you know, so I'm in my feelings about like that. A little salty. About I'm that. extremely salty about that. You, if you gonna cast my salty. boo, you need to talk to me about who, what kind of picks I have, cause I have a few. Mm -hmm. You know, but again, we gonna see. You know, we all about the DC today. So yeah, no, nah, I mean, it is what it is, man. I. There is more stuff that they're going to release. Um, I don't know if they're going to release something tomorrow. I saw something coming from Flash Season 7 that's coming. Another Flash Season. Yeah, and, um, another season. So, Let me guess. The villain's a speedster. It always deals with a speedster, man. Always. I think they might have had like one or two where the original bad guy wasn't a speedster. But it just is overkill. But it is what it is. You know, I think it's losing steam. It lost lost steam after the first four seasons mm. just like arrow did arrow came out and after the rachel gould season it went downhill you know what, though I, I i will still say that when you look at the entire body of work that arrow had mm -hmm. there's not a single season for me 
that was like unwatchable. Yeah. I've seen stuff in Flash that's like unwatchable. Oh yes, they definitely. As is. well as the Legends of Tomorrow. I don't watch that anymore. I have lost interest. Every now and again, I might do like, uh, uh what do you call it, uh, a binge. Yeah. And barely stay focused because I have to. If I if I'm gonna talk about it, I need to know what I'm yeah. talking about. But it's just it's poor writing. Yeah. You know, at this point, it's just checking a box now. Every episode. I I definitely felt that Arrow. <clears throat> yeah. Entire body of work was was solid. Um, today on DC Fandom, they had a panel of women of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they had everybody from Nefessa Williams to, uh, the Muslim, the Muslim young lady on Legends of Tomorrow. I can't remember her name. Um, Starfire was on there. Blackfire was on there. You know, and it was a beautiful panel listening to them. Iris West, the girl who plays Iris Mm -hmm. West was on there. All of them were talking about how important it is for representation and, to show little black girls and colored girl, little girls of color, um, yeah. that they are beautiful and right. they are important and that you know they matter and and they can be, you know, if it's they, if they could be anything that they want to be, you know, and just the importance of that role they had and to just listen to some of them talk. To Nafessa said something uh, that 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 got me. She was like, it wasn't until she you know um, exposed herself. You know, as this person of color, a girl of color who was gay. And she said one time she went to Comic-Con and a, a young lady like came up to her and told her about she can finally be herself, mm. you know, um, because of the character yeah. that she is on Black Lightning. And she's like, that meant so much to her, mm. you know, and sometimes we don't even realize the lives that we impact. Right. You know, and and sometimes we can help people get through something that might be, you know, a trial or a tribulation for them, you know, and and watch the struggle and watch, you know, uh, um, the persecution that a person might. Because sometimes we don't see the persecution, but it's there. And to see people overcome that, it's amazing. And I'm just, I'm I'm blown by it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. No, they had some amazing panels today and. I think they did great. I don't know if we're going to see anything from DC Fandom tomorrow because I think it was just today. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they keep on doing things, you know. Um, and again, I'm going to give Black Adam a chance. I'm going to give Suicide Squad uh, a chance. If it suck, I'm going to come in here just like I did with Harley Quinn and I'm going <laughs> to... you going to run your rant. I'm going to run gonna my rant. Away. <laughs> Grind my gears. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, my man Peter Griffin. You know, uh, but we're going to see how it goes. Yep. We're going to see how it goes. Yep. But, um, you know, for those of you who haven't seen anything on DC Fandom, um, you know, you can check out DCFandom.com. They have a whole lot of videos that they dropped today behind the scenes making of certain movies or shows. They had new trailers that they dropped today. Uh, Henry Cavill would be reprising his role. Ben Affleck had si- have signed on to the Flash movie. Um, to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne. I don't know if that's a way of him exiting. Yeah. But um, in everything that DC fandom was today, I felt good about it. With the exception of Suicide Squad. With the exception of Suicide Squad. Black Adam a little bit. Uh, I want to see what they do. I'm still a little open-minded with Black Adam. I, I want to see what they do. And they, they really didn't give me a trailer. They just gave me a voiceover and a little animated clip right. thing. They gave you a comic book. Yeah. That was it. An animated comic book. That's yeah. what they gave you. 
Yeah. So we're going to see what they do. All right. Yeah. But that was it for a podcast about comics. Hope you guys enjoy. We had a great time in here today. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is your boy T'Challa, BP74, and my man. Kitano. You guys have a great night. Good night. A podcast about comics. A podcast about comics.